0: I'm going Southwest 8504. Welcome to Telerotor RC. This is episode 19 titled Wheelin' and Dealin'." This is Robert Monty, and I have with me Michael Shaggy Parker. Uh, what's that?
1: Mike DiPaolo. Still looking for the show notes. Hold on. <laughs>
0: All right, guys. Carry on. <laughs> Angel Rojas.
2: Hey, what's up, guys? So I'm still getting a headphone hooked up, so you're on speaker, so whatever you say may or can will be used against you.
3: Oh, jeez. <laughs> And then we
4: had Mr. <laughs> Let Me Smush. Let Me smash. Oh, hi.
0: Got <laughs> Graham's in the house. Hello. Yeah, uh, Everything happened at a, a last minute tonight as far as everything. So uh, this could be an absolute mess of an episode, but I'm smiling. So who cares? This, this, this is going to be fun.
3: fun no matter what. Get out the rum. Wait, this is going to be a rum episode. Hold on. I'm
0: not holding on much longer. Darn it. <laughs> <laughs>
3: And you know, the more that I think about this, the more I'm going to kick myself in the head because I got to edit this shit.
0: Well, uh, we can get you an RC uh, ass kicker. That's what we can do. All right, I'm good. Hello, yep. um, let's, let's roll. <laughs> hey, his voice sounds better. Kaloa, <laughs> Ram, Let's roll. Uh, okay, so what we did since last episode. Well, since last episode, it's been a month and a half since we recorded. Um... So, I'll go with the most recent thing. I sold a third of my heli fleet in less than two hours today.
3: Just now. Yeah, one, He's getting out of the hobby. He's done.
0: <laughs> no.
3: Dude, the the post on the heli, uh, heli hangout you know, says you are. So, it's official. You're getting out of the hobby. Yes.
0: But Andy already knows I'm going into adult modeling. And another <laughs> person brought up that I'm going to go into <laughs> megaphone yodeling. Professional
3: <laughs> megaphone <laughs> yodeling. Don't forget that. Professional.
0: And everyone truly knows my new passage, passage, my new passion is cowbell. Cowbell. (laughs) Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, Also, I finally bought an Oxy 2 of my own from Shannon that I've been slowly building.
3: I still don't have mine back
0: yet. Oh, dude, you should have heard the crack sound yours made against the flight stand (laughs) when I crashed in the hurricane last weekend.
4: Shaggy, I crashed yours, too.
1: I think everybody has, dude. It's the town
3: slut. I've flown it the least amount of times that I own the damn thing.
0: Perhaps we should ask Tyson for a new nickname for the Oxy Two, something along the lines of "Slut Gumby or Machine." I'm pretty sure he seems to have the names.
1: The video I have on YouTube is actually his
0: his Oxy. Yes, it is. Probably it is his Oxy. Yep. Oh wow! Hashtag Don't care. <laughs> um. Also, since the last recording, I think what four of us here, four of the five of us went to Helly Springflake, <laughs> which uh had a lot of fun at. And, uh, and we all
3: smashed. We did.
0: Uh, yeah. I, I had most of my fun with the Oxy, too. <laughs> I didn't smash. I'm, <laughs> yes, you I'm did. Glad the- yes, oh, you wait. did. I saw no, no. you
1: smash. No, no, no. No blades. Were- oh, no. My tail blades didn't come out.
3: Yes. You destroyed your tail blades, your skids, and bent a metal piece. And, and, and you
0: were asking for parts because you needed a you needed a vertical fin. You smashed. Yeah, I went and found one. Finding one or not is not the point. You smashed. Yeah. Yes, just oh, went. Typical, bleh.
1: typical Mike fashion. It was. Oh, I just need some bearings and tail fin. We'll keep going.
0: Yeah, but the thing is, is the whole video you smashing into marker flags the whole time's has oh, been going around. Yeah,
1: that one was good. Yeah. Hey, you know what? That one's still set of blades that were entirely too old and a bunch of bearings. We're good. Roll. It could have been so much worse.
3: And the rest <laughs> of the fun fly in my camper.
1: Yep. Yeah. Like, wow. Last time I did that, it killed
0: the mark. I don't want to talk about how much time he spends in a camper. <sighs> Going on to a year now. Uh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I think what uh, am I the only one out of everyone on here who went to heli domination? Yes, I am. Yeah. Yeah, you all missed paintball and helis. I'm kind of sad. I, I wanted to see, see that. Oh. I sat
4: and watched all the live videos and I got depressed.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I had
3: responsibilities to do.
4: Yeah, me too. Like work and a sick wife.
0: Oh. I My comment to the guys, I don't think it made it to you, is uh, God bless your wife, but uh, she could take care of her sick self. Yeah.
4: Oh.
0: <laughs> she, she's an adult. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, asked me what I was doing. I left my wife with a generator and went to a fun fly. We had no power at home. Like, what am I going to do? Sit there with no power? Time to go to a fun fly.
1: Savage. (laughs) Oh, Shaggy, it is that video. There's your oxy, Shaggy. Check it out. That's yours. (laughs) That's your oxy that I am two inches off the ground with, going between power pylons.
0: Okay. Last thing I'm going to go through is, uh, I went down and visited the... uh, Wayne Miniature Aeronautics in Goldsboro, North Carolina. I went down and visited them this last uh, couple, it would be about three weeks ago now? Yeah, because I'm having an event there at the end of the month where I'm going to strong-arm all the North Carolina guys to visit. Because if they don't, uh, I have a special set of skills, (laughs) and I don't need to use them. (laughs) Totally there.
1: Oh, boy. (laughs) They include pooping so hard his back cracks. You really want to mess with a person like that?
0: All I gotta say is pickle Rick. <laughs> uh, okay, let's try Angel. What have you done since the last time we haven't recorded?
2: What have I done since the last time? Uh, well, this is my first time on the podcast, so I don't know what to talk about other than maybe not crash a heli at you know practicing F three C.
1: That's an excellent first step.
2: Not hit a flag.
1: That's <laughs> <laughs> <FCD> flags. <laughs> I'm sorry, but the king of hitting flags is still Lincoln, for sure. Uh,
0: he got away with it. Angel was all adult about it. Oh. That, that and he had a witnesses. We're going to have to teach him how to fly oh. without witnesses. Oh.
3: Oh. oh, you're bringing that up? Oh, gosh.
2: <laughs> That's mean.
0: Yeah, yeah there pretty. there
2: were a lot of witnesses.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, it's good to see he hasn't relapsed and started hitting more flags.
1: Question... What is the next fun fly we're gonna see Angel at?
2: Well the next uh next fun fly should be Urcha, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh,
0: what, about, what about Dragonfly?
2: Uh probably not. Oh
0: that's that's North Carolina. And that's still like a ten hour drive for uh, him. you
2: competing
3: in Nats this year? Yeah. yeah. Yes
2: I'll be in Nats so I'm arriving uh, sometime. In the wee hours of saturday morning or the late hours of friday night depending on how many bathroom stops my dad makes me makes me get because he's uh, he's tagging along
1: cool bring him a big
0: bottle <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. i might actually i upgraded my heli hauler uh this year wow. i have wow. a minivan now
0: uh yeah i saw i saw you got yourself a uh, w- w- what color did the honda call that purple
2: uh that's uh, honda Odyssey, maroon.
0: Depression.
4: <laughs> last in the lot, right? Hey,
2: hey, listen, the thing is pimp. It's got rear entertainment. So, you know, I, I'm going I'm to have my dad sit in the back. He's going to watch a movie. I'm going to drive. It's going to be awesome.
1: Five and months then, before you <laughs> lose those remotes and you never see them
0: again.
2: Uh, uh, there's a little clip for it. Plus, in in the Odyssey, I don't know if you guys know this, but the remote for the Odyssey looks like it's built in so unless you tell somebody it can be removed it stays there
1: everyone in yes. this podcast now knows it can be removed mm-hmm.
4: what's your dad's number i think i'm an important information about your odyssey remotes
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey pops you see that thing you should pull that out and throw it out the window
4: i'm gonna send him a cut out of the manual page
0: how to remove <laughs> the remote are you kidding me is this a dvd or does it get streaming
2: uh <laughs> now the, the the odyssey does a dvd only but
0: Okay, I got some older DVDs to send me. <laughs> yeah, I'm starting. I'm starting to
2: think I need to leave the Odyssey locked when I get to Urcha.
0: <laughs> yeah, you better.
3: Yeah, we can bring some DVDs to swap out for you. Oh, don't touch! Don't mess with Robert Rob's DVDs. You don't know where they've been. Uh, what, what kind of? What is your
1: pops a fan of? We can do them a solid. <laughs> Amazon's got a lot of stuff, man.
4: <laughs> I can only imagine. This is how you properly lube a main shaft.
1: <laughs> it's all about the jackshaft, we'll get-
4: yo You think there's we'll only get- one on. use for floss? Ask, ask-, ask- again got-
1: ask, Lincoln- <laughs> ask Lincoln about jackshaft <laughs> There was a website for the record
0: There was Sadly, I don't think it got recorded In the uh, what's that? Uh, Wayback Machine We didn't have our jackshaft long
1: enough to get picked up
0: Yeah <laughs> The spider never crawled the jackshaft <laughs> Yeah. Okay.
3: <laughs> what do we? Why do we? Oh gosh, we're never gonna even get started, really. Uh, it's,
0: no, the longest one to talk is usually you, uh, Shaggy, and it's going to be. It's going to be. Uh, okay, I'm gonna say this, Angel. You got anything else you want to add?
2: Anything else I want to add? Let's see. Uh, no. Oh yeah, I got my first goblin in January.
3: Gobble gobble.
4: That's War right.
2: Buzz.
3: <laughs> make it a puddle right. a yeah, puddle.
2: yeah. Oh, so no, so also you want me to finish or are you going to talk over me
0: oh, oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> welcome to tell the rotor
2: hey I- I've heard the show so I know how it works around here
3: as Dan K. Reed always says your penis gets a little bit smaller each time <laughs>
2: <laughs> good grief
3: he, he did say that.
1: Yeah, he did. Yes, he did. All right. All right. So what else you got?
2: So uh, back in, uh, what was it, January or February, uh, I was invited to join the loudest uh, blade color team around, KBDVD Blades.
0: <laughs> oh, <dude>. Blade <laughs> bars! Uh Okay. Scott. Yeah. What have you done? Uh... Since the last time everyone's heard your face, yeah,
4: <laughs> I crashed my Drake and I crashed my N five five six, and then where'd where'd you crash those at? That was at uh, Virginia. It was fantastic.
3: <laughs> For those who, uh, who who were on on the hangout and stuff like that, or even seen the A main pictures, it's the two helis with no booms.
4: <laughs> yeah, my bad. <laughs> My bad. They fit in the car so much better when you wreck them for the (laughs) way home. You just throw them in the bag. You don't have to worry about it. (laughs) Uh,
0: I'm not going to tell you, but there might be an expert on bag fitment in this podcast right now. (laughs) Keep going.
4: Um,
3: Anyway, um, who are you you referring to? I was trying to figure that out.
0: Come on, me? He's a guest. (laughs) You're talking about me? No, 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 no. You?
3: No. You're being perverted, aren't you? No,
1: boy boy,
4: boy Mike? Boy, what'd boy.
3: you do?
1: Jet shit.
4: About oh no! No, <laughs> I'm,
0: I'm, I'm bringing. I'm bringing up last year's news and Angels being quiet when he when he took his 550 home in a in a plastic. Oh, bag. that's
2: right. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah yeah. That's rough. That, that <laughs> the was elevator is still road. in a box. What? Yeah, you yes. still own it. Yeah, I still own it. It's in a little shoebox. <laughs> <laughs>
1: shoe <box. laughs>
4: That's sad when a 550 fits in a shoebox.
2: <laughs> a small one too.
4: Oh god, kid size. That's a bad day.
2: There, there's enough parts in there for spares for my uh, for my 600.
4: And they're all bad. <laughs> but anyway, I did Virginia. Uh, that was fun. Destroyed some helis drove the broken helis to the event I went to in Ohio, the Cincy Smackdown, repaired them at the Smackdown, and had an awesome event. And then, uh, then I got an Oxy 2, which I swear flies better than yours. <laughs> well, sorry, Shaggy's. Wait, you did fly it? Really? Yeah, no, I flew and crashed it.
3: Wait, when was this? Oh, what did <laughs> was there. It was a night flying. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> oh, everyone's awesome, flown your heli except you. Yep. damn it. Even Mike Lawrence, my buddy, flew your heli. Oh my gosh! So the whole entire synergy team has flown it. Oh yeah, I shared that thing like a town hall <laughs> when I
4: would. <was> <laughs> it's the village bicycle.
1: For the record, everyone who has been flying it and crashing it does buy you parts and replaces stuff. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Is it even the
4: same heli anymore?
1: Probably
0: not.
3: Still has the same yes. boom. It's a
4: crowdsourcing oh. heli.
0: Oh, no, the boom is very much the same, but it is very much big.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Started with Mike. Mike, that's still a boom that you crashed many times and had all those boom strikes on it. Hell yeah, man. More dense, more character. <laughs> yes. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to get it back, and it's going to have so much slop in the gears, and it's the... Oh, jeez. Nah.
0: <laughs> I'm debating whether or not to put another main gear in it. Again? It sounds better with a
1: click. That way you know what the RPM is. <laughs> 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 so wow oh, okay. why, okay. why us? continue <laughs> that's it I built the jet to scare old
3: guys to the field and mission reports are successful so they hate it now you convince Digger to buy one and smash it later and buy the worst color scheme on the planet oh yeah gray on top of gray with some and gray. black with black and white
0: yeah, that is that is officially the worst <laughs> scheme I could ever imagine seeing. That thing is meant for that that thing is meant for display is, on the ground.
1: Marked for death is what it is.
0: Yeah, it's freaking a uh, uh, mostly gray with a little bit of white and then a whole bunch of black. Yeah, that's dumb.
3: And see, it go. says it, it says Rockstar on it because it's exactly what it's, it's going to do. It's going to rock itself into the
0: dirt. Oh yeah, he po- he posted it up on the Discord chat. If you guys look at it, yeah, it
4: looks really cool. I want one.
0: It looks it looks great on the ground, but I'm pretty sure it's just going to be a big black flying streak in the sky. Yeah. Meanwhile, mine's traffic cone. Team V dot.
4: Yeah. Team V dot. Team I think it'd be all right. <laughs> I'm going to fly with a like a camouflage green canopy in my heli. You get used to it.
0: That's, well, I mean, you just practice like I do, Scott, and fly in the blue sky, and all is well. You fly low and all of a sudden it camouflages and you hit the ground. It's
1: just harder when it goes 200 miles an hour. Minor details. 10,000 RPM.
3: Try 170,000. Woo! Yeah. Yeah, I was say.
0: No, I'm just going to go with the uh, old uh, Tim Jones 10,000 RPM and melt the sides off of it. Just keep going faster.
1: Too much is almost enough. All right.
3: So what's next? Shaggy. I was going to talk about the uh, Fluvana trip I went with Rob, but basically all I'm going to say about that is I practiced a lot of competition, Monty yelled at me a lot, plowed the fireball in, but then picked it up and flew it again, and practiced inverted autos for the first time. Woo! Honestly, after seeing <laughs> you shoot a battery out of the fireball and fly it again, I don't think anything's that surprising. That was at Spring Fling. So that brings me to Spring Fling. There's a lot of shit happening not, not Spring Fling. And yes, another time is I took, a, I took one of those big graphene packs, put it in the fireball, flew it again without the canopy because I couldn't fit, and... Of course, Monte yells out, don't stop pirouine. So what do I do? I don't <laughs> Shoot that stop bitch. pirouine. Were you you <laughs> LeBron James that bastard across the field. <laughs> that battery, it was probably 50 feet in the air and the battery went bing. There it goes. And the heli just went, Woof! you know, and just pitched up and then blop. And once again, picked it up, had to, had to tweak with the tail belt a little bit and flew it again.
0: The funny part is when you held the radio for like the first half of its, of its crash, you have to shot the battery like you're flying it, and then you just picked the radio, held the radio up, like, ah, it's not mine. <laughs> hey, that's what I was trying to do. Is I was trying to fly- it was still falling out of the sky. Ah, it's not mine. It's yeah, crashing. It was
3: funny. I was like, I was funny. I was like, I got I uh, What's the point? And I started walking towards it <laughs> as it's falling. And that was me when I shot the battery out of my old Thunder Tiger Raptor
1: 50. I was like, you know what? I want to fly because it's a rainbow. But I shouldn't do any pyro stuff because it's the wrong battery for it. Went and did pirouettes, shot that shit through the rotor blades, and it fell from like a hundred feet up into the beans. Didn't hurt it. I was surprised. Wow. But, uh, yeah, it was like a solid 10 seconds just watching it drop and I was already walking up to it. Before it <laughs> was the, the motor still going? Oh no, it all turned off. Oh. Yep. There's like a yeah. little rubber band on there. So it's just me watching it silently fall and then it's
4: <laughs> right into the beans. Mm. Dead of a battery in a Raptor 60 and watched it just go.
0: The <laughs> Raptor 60 had enough balls to dent a battery?
4: No, no, the battery died. Uh, the receiver pack? Oh. And oh. Uh, yeah, no spring or anything. So it was just, you know, heli on its own deciding to fly anywhere it wants. <laughs> nice. Oh,
0: I'll be quick about this, but uh, it's a Raptor 50. And um, I was flying it and it didn't have a canopy or anything and I had it over at a friend's house. I wasn't actually flying it. Yeah, I was flying it and then I set it down and I went to hit throttle cut and it didn't shut off. We looked at it for a moment, realized that the uh, servo had disconnected from the engine. And so I had a fully in control Raptor 50 with no throttle control. He, uh, I wasn't on private property, so he ran down to his house, which is only a couple hundred feet away, and he grabbed a big old broomstick, brought it back up, and slid the uh, end of the broomstick into the muffler. Oh my God. (laughs) Plugged the pressure, so it finally shut off because I just sat there with the Elliot mid stick at like 60% throttle. minutes
3: <laughs> um so yeah basically then during spring fling that was thursday night i think and then friday finished finishing up the speed course uh phew, that was a lot of work actually first time doing the speed course uh the whole uh, speed cup setup um tried to get my goblin 500 going because uh i wanted to try i wanted to try to, to, try to get, get that going well then proceeded to um completely lose all orientation with or not orientation but complete signal uh, other than throttle with the Goblin 500, and it slowly, pure, it slowly just kind of drifted, inverted to the point where I couldn't really do much, and hit throttle hole and watched it plow itself in the ground, and the head ejected off. So yep, yeah, 500 took a dirt nap. Luckily, the damage looked worse than it was. Obviously, blades tail blades good. The whole tail boom's fine. I didn't have the canopy on, so that's good. Uh, head ejected also took off the like, you know, main gear and stuff like that and frame pieces, uh, stripped a set of servo gears, which didn't surprise me. Honestly, they're minis, um, decent amount of damage, but it could have been way worse, but don't have a heli for a speed cup. So Saturday rolls around and I put on the speed cup, honestly, way better than I expected. Uh, I had about nine people, uh, at the last second, I did grab the fireball and I just went out and flew that, uh, for fun. Uh, had a good a decent turnout uh you know scott graham was also a guy that that participated he came second in the the s4 class uh with his uh 700 drake edition what was it like 128 miles per hour was your average something like that or max i think something. 119
4: was my highest yeah,
3: at, you know it was it, it was one. it was like 128 was your max and then it was like 121 was your average
4: yeah okay yeah that was right
3: and then Sherman Martin came in first with a 131 uh, um, max speed and a 129 average speed. Uh, he killed it. Um, and on the short course, I did the I did the fireball and honestly was not expecting the fireball to go over 100 miles per hour. Max was 103, average was 99.
4: I don't think anybody could believe the speed of that fireball.
3: I did not expect that, but I mean, yet again spinning at 6,300 RPM. It's kind of more believable, I guess, but (laughs) I mean, I'm I'm not, I'm not joking. I had that head spinning at 6,300.
4: Impressive. My Uh, advice though to anybody that wants to try that is don't mess with your helicopter before you do it. (laughs) For some reason, it's always like, Oh, let me just crank up the head speed. And you know, I'll go faster. No, it makes you slower. Because nothing sure, flies what? right, your gains are all off, Everything.
3: Just... Oh, Make sure okay. you drop your tail gain, and I'm not saying by a few points, I'm saying, like, drop it down to where you have nothing, like, 10, maybe 15, that's it. I mean, you don't, e- you really don't even need your tail to be holding, because that's going to create a lot of wag, and also, that's going to help, that's also going to slow you down.
4: Yeah, because at that speed, like, it's just going to weather vein backwards. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah we had those those a lot of good flights there was one crash unfortunately with a protus 380 um and then uh charles uh he's speed canopy on his e7 uh one fourth broke off and went to the blades
0: cookie monster
3: i found the canopy uh later that week it was shredded <laughs>
0: um cookie monster yeah
3: that was out, but he but he was able to bring the heli back in. It didn't crash. It did damage his blades, but he was able to bring it back in.
0: Uh, I still haven't seen a better crash in person than Justin Pucci's uh, Gowie R five. Bam blade, six inches. Of the rotor blade comes off in in flight and just mutilate itself and drop out of the sky Ooh. and land like on its side in a gravel parking lot. <laughs> that kind of that thing had a had a ring of of like fiberglass paint chips just shower out from it when it hit.
4: <laughs> Is that on video anywhere?
0: No. No. Ugh. No, it was a speed cup was done and he was he was like I think he was running it like one last run no or he didn't he start the day before.
3: That was pre flight.
0: Yeah, he was pre flighting in the evening and it it blew up.
3: Six inches of his blade snapped off. But when you spin a six hundred model at 3,500 RPM, what do you expect?
2: Good grief.
0: <laughs> want to go fast.
3: <laughs> he was hauling ass. I'm going to finish off here with uh, that night, that Saturday night. uh was getting a lot of flights in, inverted autos with the logo, all that stuff. Um, and then that night, I was flying the fireball. And I plowed the son of a bitch in the ground. Again. And so at this time, this is like the second time within a month. Because uh, last recording I did crash recently, so damn I'm like getting a bad track record here. Of course I crashed to 500, which sucked, and this one was my fault here. I plowed in the ground, and about three, two to three inches of my rotor blade ejects, and I just see it going. And of course I'm like you know just going, going, gone. I mean just seeing it just boop, 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 boop. it went the next flight station over. It was so that's exactly 200 feet that thing launched. It was awesome. And so, grabbed the heli, went back in the trailer. Ten minutes later, I come back out with a new set of blades, and I'm flying it again. <laughs> People were like, is that the same heli? He's like, yep.
4: They're pretty bulletproof.
3: Dude, it's insane. And, and, and so, that next day, Sunday, I started flying a little bit more, just burning off the leftover packs I had. Flew the the logo, E7, and then the fireball. And I plowed that thing in again. It's like, damn it. I did the exact same thing that I did the, that I crashed a month previous, which was a pirouetting TikTok tail slide and just didn't pull out and just BAM! Luckily, those blades survived. You ever think about, like, not doing that maneuver?
0: (laughs) I'm thinking more like with all the smashing and plowing he's doing, perhaps he needs a girlfriend.
4: Yeah, but no, no, he just said he's not good at pulling out.
0: Shut up! He's gonna end up with a wife. (laughs) (laughs) Golly.
3: So I finished that. I I I, or I I I plowed in the ground. Blades are good. Um, I broke the belt and a few of the small parts, and the boom pops up, but it cracked the frame. I'm thinking, oh, are you freaking serious? One frame half. So I'm not gonna settle with that. I go home, and I, and I and I I I took Loctite 4070, went across the seam, took a a carbon fiber plate from a old rotor blade that I that was delaminated, stuck that on there, put more Loctite 4070 on that. Then I went ahead and was like, well, you know what? I've got this 4070, you know, in, in this tube here before it hardens up. Let me grab the vertical that it broke off at RCHN and glued that back on. And then I had a, sk- had a pair of skids that were broken. I glued that back together. So I got three things glued on with Loctite 47 in that helicopter. And I'm still skid bumping and everything. And it works. 4070 is the shit. So I crashed three times in one weekend. Two of those was my fault.
2: So so is that 4070 stuff, the stuff that uh, you guys were talking about that uh, yes. is like stronger than anything else?
0: It has a strength of epoxy and cures in the time like CA. Yes. That, that that's it. It
3: it's it's pr- pretty pricey, but it is worth it. I mean, if you have something that you want to fix quick and have a good bond, that's the stuff to use.
0: I put um I put Seven six six boom supports together with it, and in uh, the time I carried it upstairs, took two uh, MIP drivers and slid it through the holes. And the wife and I leaned back away from each other, and in less than five minutes after I put it together, and that stuff did not pull. Nope.
2: I, I got to fix the last little bit of flag damage on the seven hundred with that stuff. There you go. Gonna order some right now, if you don't oh, mind. Uh,
3: fi- fix your uh, five fifty with that, and that out uh, of that shoebox. <laughs>
2: No, there's no fixing that frame. That frame was gone.
3: You said it was in a line, right? Yeah. Okay, well, perfect. Put the glue in the box, shake it, and then it'll come back in one piece. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, you know, Don at Spring Fling got his replacement heli for his MD-800 that he smashed at uh, Nob's event. Oh, gosh. Uh, during Spring Fling. Do you know what he has? Uh, Angel.
2: What, What did he replace it with another MD-800?
1: Nope. No. Better.
2: What, what did he replace it with? Diablo. Nice. 800. Oh, that's a beast.
3: <laughs> it's huge.
2: Very nice. But,
3: uh... Yeah. Yep, so... To end it all off, uh, I'm slowing down with helis and getting back into planes. Done!
0: Freaking both of the guys in this podcast are leaving me for planes. No,
3: no, no, no. Okay, so, no. I'm doing that for my dad. Mike doesn't have a reason. I've got a reason. Cuz my dad is starting leaving to get back me for the- planes. My dad's getting back into flying, so I'm trying to help I him. I can't
0: believe you're leaving me for your dad. <laughs> wow. You could teach your dad to fly
4: helicopters.
3: He wants to learn. He does want <laughs> it's to learn. under the brand or the hobby.
4: Just just
0: no. just do like the rest of us at him a heli, let him smash it. That sounds like the quickest way in.
3: No, I mean, he does want to learn how to fly helis. He likes to get into scale, and that's what I like to do is build a scale model with him. Uh, but we're trying to get back and, you know, trying to, he hasn't flown in a while. So trying to get, you know, rework it. We built a little flight test, uh, uh, tiny trainer, flew it literally in our yard, um, which is full of trees. And we were able to fly above the trees and just, it, that, that plane's amazing. We built it in like five hours and that's a great flying plane. Shut man. up. Yeah, whatever. I don't give a shit. Okay, <laughs> the
4: these are easier yeah, to fly around from, trees.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I know. Dude, did you see the video pop up of... Oh, I can't remember who it was for Team Alliance interviewing Casey down at the. Oh the, yeah, uh, uh, Bill, the shed Bill, Bill, in freaking. In, in, Merlino. In, yeah, Merlino. We told <laughs> <he sends laughs> him to do that. We're like,
2: dude, we're in the shed. He's interviewing,
4: so he sends it over there to rip around him during the interview. <laughs> dude, that, <laughs> that was twice. Awesome. Where's the video?
3: Oh, it's a uh, Bill Bill. Bill. Ann. Bill.
4: Oh yeah, Bill
0: Ann
3: has it. Oh yeah. That's another thing I want to mention is, is Bill got a lot of really good video out on that spring fling and he's going to be putting that up very slowly, but he's going to be putting that up. So head over to his, uh, you know, YouTube channel on his Facebook page and just give him a shout out. You know, he's, he got a, I mean, he took a lot of time to go out there and, and, and put all the stuff together. So I'm done. Okay. I'm done. Okay. I had a lot of fun and uh, I'm practicing for Nats. I'm trying to get my heli all straightened up. And uh, there you go. I'm, fi- I'm, I'm feeling be- I'm feeling more confident with the uh, advanced maneuvers. I got a lot more to stuff to do. Uh, but I'm getting better. And I'm really loving the Fataba and the hobbling setup there. And no, not because it has a BEC in it, Rob. I was just about
4: to say, how do you like the do- back?
3: <laughs> no. <laughs> That's not the reason why I like the Hobby Ring. I like the Hobby Ring because it works. When was the last time you charged the receiver pack? No. Oh! <laughs> it still freaks me out. I'm flying without a receiver pack. Oh my gosh.
0: Oh, we have we have we have an episode to do on that soon. But that's not tonight. Uh, hey, heli news. Okay, we've got absolutely nothing written down for heli news. So, top of your heads. What do we got for heli news, guys? Uh, okay, so yes, Urcha has updated their website. You can go register there. Uh, registration this year, uh, registration this year, what is for Urcha is a hundred dollars, correct? Uh,
2: One twenty-five with membership included.
0: I thought it was a hundred. Hundred if you are Urcha member. Yeah, you pay a hundred, you become an urcha member, and you get your and you get your urcha uh, jamboree. Oh, is it 100
2: Yeah, one twenty
0: five. One twenty five is what you pay if you don't want to be an urcha member and you want to pre-register. If
4: you're really stubborn and you're like, no, I don't want to join. <laughs> you spend more money not to join.
2: <laughs> I'll show them.
0: And looking at the urcha website is fifty days, two hours, fifty-two minutes, and twenty-seven seconds. Urchin pre-registration with membership is $100. If you want to pay 125 to not be a member, go for it.
2: <laughs> Absolutely.
0: For the real stubborn assholes.
2: There's not going to be a, uh, a, a spectator fee, as was uh, rumored, so that's good. People are happy about that.
0: Yeah, I remember seeing pink bracelets, but it looks like it's uh, gone now.
2: Oh, they were going to give them pink bracelets? That's awesome.
0: Any manufacturing news?
3: Oxy5 is uh, available. but it, of course, Shit, yeah. yeah. People are getting their kits.
0: And I can also say, living in the state of Virginia, ordering Oxy parts from Vietnam, they get here. If I order them on Sunday or Monday, they are here before next weekend.
3: Nice.
2: Holy
0: shit.
3: You're paying, you're <laughs> paying for the shipping, but it gets there quick.
0: It's fifteen dollars. I'm not excited about the shipping, but it is here, which usually just means the reason I feel bad is like I don't mind fifteen dollars, but damn it, I should have bought more.
3: Yeah, for that same, pr- it's the same price if you buy more, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, you can buy a kit, fifteen bucks. You're done.
0: Ah, I bought my kit from Shannon. I feel good about I feel good about supporting local. That, I do yes. we did have a we did have a joke though. But one weekend we just we were just gonna have to get together in Facebook Messenger, get everyone together and be like, Okay, we're showing up at Shannon's shop, seven a.m. Saturday morning. Hmm. Yes. And just roll in, like a hundred of us just roll into his roll into his shop and be like, We're here to fly. Yes, that's Main Street out there, close it down, we're flying on it.
4: Yes. <laughs> I'm so down. I'll make that drive. <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah, see, there's probably at least 100 of us between Virginia and North Carolina who totally mob his shop and fly for, like, four hours. That'd be cool. Okay, main topic. (laughs) Let's get this started! Buying is selling. Reasons. Reasons for doing such things. First one. First reason for doing it: great price.
4: He wants a Kraken.
0: Okay, <laughs> <laughs> good price. We all agree, good price. Yeah, oh, good of course, course, of course, good price. Any other re- any any other reasons we can think of for great reasons to buy used you
4: or sell? You can't be buggered to build it yourself.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: See, that's so, not, a, not a great reason, because i probably end up tearing the thing apart anyway and putting it back together just to see what's screwed up on it, which may negate the good price.
4: I'll agree with the 700, but like the case of the Oxy-2 that I bought, I'm so happy I didn't have to build that tiny little thing.
0: Um, that makes sense there. I agree with you, Scott, and I agree with you too, Angel, and I would say if your expectations are set, send it. Yeah. I, I, I bought... Uh, a line 600 nitro i was owner number four and the previous three owners didn't do anything with it it was a fly bar model and uh yeah i i my expectations were set i had i had a, a line two one failure um i had an engine cut off auto rotation caused me to break some parts in the head I had all sorts of i don't but but i didn't care because for an RTF Online 600 Nitro in like 2012, I think I paid like $350.
2: That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's really good, man.
3: Yeah. I, you know, and I, I'm the same way there. When I got my T-Rex 600 Nitro, that was my second helicopter. It was ready to go with radio, like three cases of Nitro, uh, fuel pump and everything, just literally 100% ready to go. I met the guy in North Carolina. In the parking lot, he fired up the engine just so I can hear it, make sure it runs. It ran good, good enough for me. I bought it, brought it home, didn't even look through it because I'm still new at you know, in the helicopter stuff, fired it up, started hovering it, and just just kept on going since then. You know, and of course, like Rob, you know, those times where I cut it off and had to you know, auto it down, didn't know how to auto, break a few, you know, vertical uh, tail blades, gears, and I fixed it and put it back together, never really took it apart to see what should be fixed and replaced. Just sent it.
0: You know, uh, so I, I think this is what goes into the bad things on buying used is, um, I, I think it goes back to set expectations is even, even when it comes to buying from friends, I think, I think sometimes you just have to go, he's my friend and I value the friendship more, even if it did cost me more money than it should. And you just, You just, you, you, bite, you bite your lip and you take it.
2: (laughs) I mean, you got to at least expect that every bearing on the things could be shot.
3: That is number one key is buying a used airframe. So like if it's all ready to go, it's up to you to send it or not. But if it's just a bare airframe nowadays, if I'm going to buy a used airframe, I'm expecting to pay about maybe roughly a hundred dollars in, in brand new bearings, just Roughly, you know, estimating that. So I got to add that to the cost. That's yeah. number one is I've got to add at least $100 in bearings depending on the size, of course. But if we're talking about like 500 to 700 it's usually around $100 for, for, for bearings to replace them all. Expect that. I think
4: I must be one of the few people that when I sell something, I usually fix it beforehand like as best I can. And I kind of set it the way I'd want to get it if I sold it. And one time I shipped a heli... Um, to, I think his name's Jake Duncan in uh, California, and it had a couple things wrong with it that I didn't see beforehand. I went and I aimed him all the parts he needed immediately and didn't charge him a dime.
3: Yeah, I... Uh... I've had to do that too. Those times I had to do that where I uh, screwed up a one-way on when I sold my T-Rex 600 electric, and uh, now, I actually offered the guy, because I had another one, I offered the guy you know a new one, but he turned it down. I don't know why, but like, I had it ready to go, ready to be shipped out, but he turned it down, and he's like, it's okay, I got it, I got it covered, and I was like, I can send you a new one, it's free. <laughs> I'm that
4: right. guy, too. Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, uh, I think I sold a motor to one of the RCHN guys, I think it was Justin or Nick, and uh, I did the same thing, he's like, did you replace the bearings lately? I was like, no, I was like, I'll cover it, so yeah, I bought some bearings from May Maine and shipped it to his house. Nice. Yeah, new motor or used motor, new bearings. It's it's his job to screw him up installing. Not <laughs> my <I'm a> fault.
2: <laughs> I, I hear A-Main a lot, and I'm I'm kind of flying for HeliDirect, Direct, so HeliDirect. Direct. just had to stay
0: <laughs> I chose a on that on that time because he's on the West Coast, and I could it would send directly from there. But Heli Direct. Yeah, no, I visit HeliDirect Direct more often than most would know, but uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they're shipping out of they're shipping out of Indiana now.
3: Hey, just to make you feel better, Angel, I bought my sixteen uh sixteen SZ from helly Oh, I, I
2: I don't feel bad. I just had to say it. <laughs>
4: I've been on the Heli direct website a couple times. Hey, thanks. You're welcome. I'll go back just now actually.
3: Click? <laughs> One new click to HeliDirect. Direct. <laughs>
0: You know, you know, you know why I didn't buy all this stuff from Helly Direct the other day. call that
4: FPV stuff. That's why.
0: Be- because why? Because <laughs> no, no. I I had a cart full of things, but I was like, I don't have a, I don't have a discount coupon yes. for HeliDirect. Direct. It was Memorial Day weekend. You should have called me. And I had I had a coupon in my hands on my table from a Maine from from Josh. You
4: see that angel? See,
2: see that? See that <laughs> one. <morning? laughs>
0: Coupon in hand. I can't be bothered to call people. A Fuck if I got hand. friends. I ain't calling friends. <laughs> I'm awful.
2: <laughs> I'm not saying anything. <laughs> no. <clears throat> I don't. Anyway.
0: No, oh, no. Usually, uh, I actually, uh, Shaggy reminded me, and I had actually unenrolled from the emails from heli Direct as <gasps> they were happening too often. Yeah,
3: it's all FPV stuff. Sorry. <sighs>
0: no, there's helly stuff there. Okay, good price. Um, yeah, if you buy it, uh, a lot of times you got to set your expectations a little low that you might be getting. Yeah, I mean you got to you got to you know
2: people lowball on on you know Facebook and and button off for sales and there's a reason for that. I mean I'm, I I don't know what I'm getting. I don't care what the pictures say. When I bought the 550. It needed a lot of work before it was ready to fly, and I paid way too much money for it. So the next heli I got, I, I totally low lowballed and I got it, and um you know again, it it's gonna take some work to get it flying, and uh, unless you're a reputable seller, like like Scott, you know like like you know Monty, if 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 I were to buy a heli from you guys, I know I'm getting a great heli, so I know I can pay more. And not have to worry about it. But if I'm buying something from somebody that just showed up to sell a heli, yeah, they're gonna probably get lowballed.
3: Yeah, there, there's, um, there's, you know, there's a lot of times because, you know, the way the person fly, you know, flies the model and the way that they take care of their aircrafts, that really, I mean, I don't want to say you know to judge judge people, uh, judge a book by the cover, but sometimes you know, when it comes to buying a, a used aircraft sometimes you've got to do that just to to see what you're really getting because they may like crappy bearings they may like parts that are literally glued back together or parts that are just about to fail or ball links that are super loose where they could you can just take your finger your index finger and just kind of pop them off that may not sit so well for you though i mean some people are perfectly okay with that but you know i i I know you know certain people that they they, know that's not going to go so they're gonna have to replace those links. They're gonna have to replace uh, those other parts that are just fail- that are that are about to fail, that are wearing out, those you know gears or belts or bearings and stuff like that. And that adds up. So, you know, they may ask you know X number price, uh, but you know you're gonna have to add you know 50, 100, 150 dollars with the parts. You got to add that to the cost. It may not seem so good. They may be okay to lower the price, but it still may not be too you know to your comfort zone. So, I mean. Maybe it may be the model you're looking for, but you also got to consider that the what you got to add into it. So you just got to be careful.
0: Yeah, I will. I will add as a tip in this area. If you know the model you're buying, as in like, um, if you're familiar with the model, like you own a Goblin 700, you're buying another Goblin 700, then you typically, you typically have an idea of what you're getting into. But if you're one of the guys who's buying something that you know, let's say you own. Uh, a fleet full of logos you're buying a goblin 700 reach out to one of your friends who flies goblin and says hey man what should i be looking for um you know like uh, uh sap calls out certain items needing maintenance at certain intervals uh, it's yep. spelled out clearly in a manual um you could look at the manual and see it they're one of the few who actually do it
3: yeah and, and yes, you know you
0: ask them hey when was the last time you popped out those bearings in the the tail
3: and you know um, that's another thing with with uh, synergy models and you've told me a lot about this rob about uh you know, like some certain gears, uh, you know, they'll, they'll start wearing out. They'll start getting that shark tooth effect, and you start uh, you start pinions. getting you start getting a lot of play in there where the heli's not going to fly as good. Now, again, so I've seen people they'll fly the crap out of it. They don't care about that extra play or the way the teeth are are, 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 are spiking up. But the way I the way I want to fly this model, especially for competition, that's a no go. So yeah, and, and you know, and other models. I mean, there's an- there's other models out there where. They aren't as precise, so it doesn't really matter.
0: It Depends on the size of the model. Size of yeah. the model, yes. Yeah, ask a friend who has who may have that model. You know, if someone's motivating you to get a hold of it, uh, ask them for some hits on something they should look at. I know when I was looking at some of the oxies that are used, I kinda wish I built a or I bought a used oxy. I, I didn't. I got a brand new one, I got all the parts. I've actually got a box full of stuff here and I've I got the tail built. Um <laughs> But uh,
3: did you remove the push rod? I, I noticed in a
0: lot of the i I noticed in a lot of the ads that I was seeing I was seeing glue I was seeing like super glue marks coming out of them, and I was like I can't buy that. Or or one of the other things I was noticing is a lot of the guys that upgraded to aluminum and their price was a little high. I didn't want aluminum. I wanted plastic in my oxy two. Uh, I wanted something to be a little more resilient for me to bounce it off the ground and lighter um, aluminum. aluminum's is great, but uh, it's not as resilient as plastic. <laughs> You're adding um,
3: weight to it because it, it's it's actually a big difference in weight.
0: Yeah, but I, you know, I'm not going to go into the weight thing. But it, it came down to you know the other thing is if you're buying you used, is ask for some more detailed pictures. Ask them to get close to something. If uh usually if a if a seller just says, "Nah, I ain't getting those pictures," buzz off.
2: Then buzz off.
0: Sell it. Even buzz off sale wasn't meant to be
2: <laughs> yeah i've had I've had a guy uh, uh get on a uh, video chat on Facebook and I had him take a torque tube out and and just show me you know some of the inside parts so that I could tell you know the the first heli I bought used ended up having a a warped torque tube, so obviously that doesn't fly very well so um <laughs> yeah. So you know, just asking them to take things apart, um, you know, they're gonna have to take the heli apart anyway to package it, so they shouldn't mind doing that.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, within reason, most buyers will be happy to get you pictures or get video, or um, you know, even if you show them something's messed up and go, "I don't know if I really want that," they'll go, "Hey, man, I hear you. I'll replace it." Okay. Um,
3: but yeah, uh, one thing I want to add though is. You know, like like you were mentioned earlier about buying with friends you know from other friends, uh, you may be paying more than what the model may be actually worth in its condition, but it, like if you trust that person and you know how they fly, then it's worth it because you don't have that stress or that fear of what you may need to replace. You know how that person flies. you know what they did before they sell it. so you know what's already been done and you know what you need to look into. Uh, if that person hasn't done something such as like looking at certain bearings or certain other parts that may need to be you know that will wear out of it over time they may have already done it uh,
0: that reminds me of something go ahead
3: oh uh so yeah I mean if you if you got a buddy that that is really you know key on that stuff and is really like on top of maintenance uh you're maybe paying the extra but again you're, you' it's 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 like it's like paying a dealership uh It's like going to a a dealership and buying a used car. You go to this big name dealership, you're going to pay more for that car, but you're getting a warranty, you're getting all this other service, you know, like free oil change for a year or something and all this stuff, then if you go to a dealership that is... You know, they they just randomly popped up in a neighbor neighborhood house that they renovated, and they had this you know small little little parking lot outside. You get no warranty, you get no extended services at all. You pay less, but once you take that car off the lot, that's it. It's yours. Any problem you have, if you're on your own.
0: Yeah, um, the one thing you're reminding me of, Shaggy, and I think some of the other guys here probably agree is if you hear a friend. Uh, he tells you the price he paid for the heli, I usually do not give my opinion on you got owned or you got a great deal. Um, especially if I know who they bought her from. That's between them. I don't need to give my opinion on that. It's more fun if you
2: answer everyone with, oh man, you got owned.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I these days I, I try not to, I try not to uh, tell people they got had, especially if I know I'm about to step in the middle of, of like I've I've got I've got a few groups of friends where friends amongst friends will be selling helis. It is definitely not something I want to get in the middle of. Um, that's it's, kind of like being over at your friend's house and he tells his wife he paid five hundred dollars for that, and you're like, Nah, man, you paid a thousand for it right in front of his wife. That's <laughs> <laughs> just f-ing bad. Uh, okay. So you bought the model. What to look for? Um, I'm gonna go across these kind of quick, and then we can get more in depth of uh, worn bearings, tweaked aluminum different length linkages, sloppy servos, cold solder joints, and their use of Loctite. Um, I could also add in there how they tied down their servo wires.
3: Loctite is a big one. Did they clean the bolts, put any Loctite on there, or did they use a gallon
0: of Loctite?
2: (laughs) Whole gallon.
0: Um... I would, I would say this. You, you'll be able to tell if, if, if you're pulling apart the model and you still got liquid Loctite in the end of bolt you're pulling out, they went a little bit overboard. The, the big thing I would say is, is if you feel a bolt not coming out very easily, instead of just grunting down and getting it done, perhaps you should stop and get out your soldering iron and put some heat on that bolt. <laughs> Save yourself some aggravation of broken stuff. And swearing at them because it's their fault you broke it. And just use a soldering iron to release it. Like I can tell you uh, both my E5s are built with red 263. Uh, Most all the parts will come out without any heat. However, there are two set screws. Uh, One's in the rear tail case and then the other set screws in the front transmission. You do not dare take those set screws out without some heat. But um, I'll be one of the last people. I swear, I'll do everything I can to make sure my tail, my tail, my transmission does not lose its pin in flight. <laughs>
4: Something along the same lines, too, when bolts are stripped out from the previous owner.
0: Yeah, um, I mean a good set, of, a good set of Allen drivers, uh, MIP Scorpion. You know those guys are pretty reputable, and having repeatable, you know, uh, properly sized hex drivers that you know aren't odd-sized.
2: yeah.
0: Um, good set of hex drivers, and if it's not coming out, put some heat on it. Get out your side iron, and turn it up. Put some heat on that bolt until you start smelling it, then pop it.
3: Um, Try not to use the heat gun,
2: because then you start,
3: <laughs> if it's plastic, well, you're screwed. And if it's carbon, then you're going to start melting the epoxy in the carbon, and you're going to start burning it. Heat gun, get a fine tip, and get into the socket of the screw.
0: Yep. Uh, cold solder joints. That one's kind of challenging to troubleshoot. Um, if they did a good solder job and it visually appears good, like you've got, uh, you know, nice reflective coating on on the solder joint, but if it's been some time, it's probably not reflective anymore. But yeah. usually, when you look at them, you can see good-looking solder joints compared to oh my god, they used all their solder on this one on this one connection. <laughs> It's stiff. Um, yeah, stiff wires. You know, this is usually things you see on batteries, ESCs, ESCs. and motor, uh, ESCs and ESCs to motor, ESC to battery connections.
3: And ninety percent um, of the time, you're going to be changing out your battery connectors because most likely they're not going to have the same battery connectors as you do. But if they do have the same, then
0: yeah, definitely, definitely need to check them. Yeah, it's worth checking, um, especially if you uh, throw down like Scott does. Um, any flight now, it's going to come unsoldered if he uses someone else's stuff.
3: It hasn't or, happened yet. or you fly like uh, Mark Herring and weld his XT60s get together.
4: <laughs> I'm still amazed how that happened. Yeah. Do you think he melted the plastic together, or do you think he like melted the solder and it seeped through the connector, or what?
3: I think it was the plastic, or the,
0: well, I don't know. They weren't that hot.
4: Yeah. You'd think it would still have residual um, heat if it
0: was that. Sean then. finally got it apart, and it didn't show any melt marks on the plastic. But I think. Wonder. I think he had a I lot. Think of, just, I think
3: he had too much excess resin, and that's what caused the kind of, you know, seep in there. I
0: don't know. It's all speculation. I got no idea. It happened. Yeah. Uh. Next one. Sloppy servos. This one can have a lot of variability between servo manufacturers. Uh, The biggest thing I'll say to take a look at is how much slop is on the elevator servo. Elevator takes a lot of pain on pretty much every helicopter we have because the elevator is all by itself. Um, That servo compared to the ailerons, check the slop. If it has slop, mm, it's probably worth getting new servos, new gears, or send them in to get refreshed. Spot all I got on that one, unless someone wants to add something else. Different length linkages.
2: Oh, gosh. Geometry. Yeah. I mean, when you get the heli, please go over the whole thing and, and for geometry, because mo- more than likely it's set up wrong. I don't care if somebody was flying it for five years beforehand. 100% of the helis I've bought used have been set up wrong.
3: That's because you haven't bought the heli from Monty yet. Yeah.
2: yeah. It, except the Nitro. The Nitro is set up well.
0: It's because he's got him bound to Grobner, and it changes to zero in all the servos. If you buy wow. heli
4: from Monty, he gives you the manual with the corrections in the manual.
2: And the flight logs.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, you guys know that Model A has 976 flights and like 158 hours of airtime. It's
3: almost time for
0: Smashing. It's gonna hit a thousand soon,
3: and it's gonna hit
0: hard. Maybe I should throw it a birthday party by putting a whole field full of balloons out there.
3: Yes,
0: full of full of, full of fuel that blow up when I hit them.
4: Yes, <laughs> it's got to be the road in front of Shannon's shop with balloons.
0: Yes, <laughs> um, we'll just paintball it. Well, yeah, okay. Um, so yeah, check your servos. Uh, different length linkages. Yeah, uh, as you're saying. Uh, Angel. Yeah. Uh, stick a Soko to it, check it. Um, past that, uh, I would say, you know, as, as I learned the last two years, uh, I usually don't use a Soko or the RC logger to match both up. Uh, what I will do is use, use a Soko to make the, the make the one side, the primary side and then I will pop that linkage off and I will stick it on my calipers with a little adapter for measuring linkages. And then I'll make the other one and then I'll pop it back on the heli and then I'll pop off the other one that the, on the side that the Soko wasn't used on. I'll pop that in my thing, adjust it, put it back on. If they don't match, something's probably mechanically wrong in the heli. That means you got tweaked pitch arms, possibly a whole tweaked grip. Or a bent feathering spindle, or swash followers, like we found on mine. Uh, you know, swash followers. Yeah, your swash followers were tweaked. Um, yeah, and, <laughs> and
3: even when I first bought the model, it was that little uh, ball connector that connected the swash followers.
0: Your, so I'll, I'll I'll qualify what Shaggy's saying. His swash followers were tweaked in such a way they were adding phasing to the model. Yep.
3: So with the Soko, um,
0: it would not get. It, it wouldn't line up. Yeah, it kept not it when when for those who've been through the Soco, it usually gives you some checks where it should read like zero zero zero, and it'll show you it's reading like if it's anything over, I think is zero uh, point five. They say you know check again, try it again, or check your heli. Um, his wasn't. Uh, yeah, check the swash followers, see if they're adding phasing. Yeah, check a geometry, uh, tail and rotor head. I, I wouldn't necessarily blame the builder. Uh, it's plenty of room to blame the builder. Uh, I've you know in the years past I used to help at a hobby shop, moving between JR, Fataba Spectrum, and High Tech. Uh, all of them seem to all of them have to have a slightly different zero. <laughs> they they move you know it's easy to go between a DX9 and a DX9 or a Fataba to Fataba, but when you go Fataba to Spectrum, the zero seems to change a little bit. Um, it screws with geometry. <laughs>
3: But you know, another thing about that E7 with the uh, Swatch followers, I flew it a whole year, a little over a year, with the, most likely like that, since the last crash. It probably happened at the last crash, which was 2017 Urcha. So, it was probably always there. So, I mean, I could have sold that model, and someone could have found it. It's like, oh, well, you did this wrong. It's like, I've been flying it like that for a while. So, yeah, it was my fault because for them to be bent, but that was two years ago. I didn't know it until recently.
0: Yeah. um, I mean, something to qualify a lot about buying and selling is, you know, the condition of that model is explained to you is based upon the amount of skill that person has to explain such things. And if they don't know, they don't know. And I can't, uh, you know, if they built it, smashed it, and didn't repair it, then every one of us assumes that a model is smashed. (laughs) Yeah. Every one of us assumes a model smash, so I, I got to give—I I give a lot of sellers a lot—a fair amount of leeway that I may not have the experience to know to look for that. And yeah, the model flies, and they just don't know, and they don't know what they don't know. Um, you know, I could—I could approach them friendly about it, say, "Hey, man, this was uh, this was tweaked. I replaced it. Uh, I just wanted you to know so you can look at your own models. Um, I'm not usually looking to blame guys. It's." <laughs> Live and, live and let live. I got, I got a life to live in Helios to Fly.
3: <laughs> Another thing to be careful about and really expect the worst when you get it is when someone says, I'm done with this model. I don't care about it. I just want to get rid of it. So you know that they just, they want to sell it. They don't care what they get for it. So most likely it needs a hell of a lot of work. It may be just for parts. So expect... But when you get when you see someone like that, they just want to get rid of it. So, not, not necessarily.
2: Anything. I mean, it well, could be somebody that just you know got tired of not finding the ability to adjust the tail rotor speed for low RPM flight, and they're done.
3: It could be multiple different things. But I mean, I've done that too, where it's like I'll have a model, and it's uh, you know, like okay, I'm just going to put an example out. There, the DMC you know, I had, a, I had seven at one time, seven different ones. And I just got to a point where I was like, I don't want all these. So I just put them all, I put like five of them in a group and just sold them as they is to a, for a very, very low price. Like, you know, some are flying, some are not, some can be used as parts, whatever they, you know, and I, and I mentioned it, that a lot of them are going to need work. I don't know what they need, but they're probably going to need work. They may be fine. I don't know. And you sold them to for a really good price. You might find people like that. You, that's a chance to usually get something really, really inexpensive. But you just expect that you're gonna have to work on it.
4: Yeah, usually the price is a pretty good telltale sign too. Like if there's a 700 class halley for like
3: 325,
4: like <laughs> it's probably <good> clamped out.
3: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, and uh, only yeah, yeah. That's um, especially for the super stretch. A, you yeah, and the super stretch too. So that's another hundred dollars in, in, in parts. You know, the stretch it. So yeah, that's um. There's a lot of things wrong with that model. <laughs> uh,
0: you know, um, there's one thing I'll say when it comes to prices of things that are used is a lot of times I will go look at oh look at what's on that and um I will see what it costs new and then just divide it by divide it in half. So if if a kit you know kit all by itself costs nine hundred new, then I would expect to pay four fifty for it used. Um, if it's just a kit all by itself, um, if I start seeing the price above there, is there something being offered with it that is of value? Upgrades, extras. Um, if there isn't, and there, you know, a nine hundred dollar kit is being sold used at six hundred. Mm, the guy, you know, is it is it in nice condition? Is 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 there some is there some reason he's not marketed well as to why I should pay six hundred dollars? Otherwise, he's asking it much. Um, if a $900 kit selling for $200, <laughs> there's typically reasons. Um, I know uh, when I sold my two Thunder Tiger E700s, uh, one went for $250 with a lot of extra parts, and one went for $200. Uh, I think I bought one of them at 699 dollars the other one I think I paid 450 dollars for sale from Great, uh, great Plains, but uh, Tower Hobbies, you know, Hobby Co. And, uh, you know, the reason for the sale price, Thunder Tigers out of the, out of the hobby. They're, they're out of the area. I can't find them. You know, can't buy parts. Someone needs them. Someone wants them worse than I do and, and wants to fly them. It was, it was, it was a fine flying heli, but you know, no, no part support. I'm done. Uh, same thing happened with my whiplash, miniature aircraft whiplash. The company closed its doors, and guys, guys collected tons of parts from in air as, as their last month of business. And I was like, I don't have the money to collect all the parts to keep this thing flying, you know, comfortably. I'm selling. So, yeah, I sold a whiplash for, I think I sold a, a one and a half airframes of a whiplash for 200 250 um, Myself and the owner actually caught up a Springfling. Um, he's moved down to Virginia from Baltimore.
4: I think I want to add to that, too, and say that if you're buying a heli from either owns a business or if they're a team pilot... Typically, you'll get a much better deal for a much nicer heli, too. Like, I bought an N5C off Shannon for $200, and it was 100% brand new. Yeah. Insane deal. And I'll often fire sell-off stuff, too, that's like a ridiculous price for what you get just because, you know, we're doing it to, like, help people get in the hobby or help other people get a deal, you know, not looking to make money.
2: Not only that, but we have to keep our reputation up and the reputation of the company that we represent. Exactly.
0: Yeah, uh, I would say um, move it along, get my cash. You know, it's kind of like stocks. Yep. Um, I've had the stock long enough. Move it along, get the cash. Let's go buy more. Cash in cash in hand, uh, uh, cash cash talks. Stuff <laughs> uh, to look at in helis. Tweaked aluminum. Uh, this one's hard. It goes between different models. Some of the metal can be tweaked. Look for it. That's about all I'm going to say. We already mentioned Warren Bearings.
3: Some of the carbon, you know, you could have um, carbon cracks on the on the frame. That's true.
0: That's true. Uh, some of that stuff will matter. Um, you may overlook it. Get the model in the air and find it's got a shake, wobble, roll, something. I would say that's about the time you need to start looking over uh, aluminum that is tweaked or carbon fiber that is cracked um those kind of things for the not so obvious uh i know i've seen cuz most of the most of the airframes they're five or six layers of carbon fiber uh you know all put together with 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 whatever glue they use for carbon fiber and i've seen that i've cracked like one layer of five or six and like whatever send it
3: <laughs> <laughs> also you got to really uh, be careful about those main shafts make sure they're not cracked and they won't fly off <laughs> <laughs> But that's another thing to check. It. If you are gonna take it apart and just like replace bearings, why? Like, like so. If you're gonna replace bearings, if you have the, you're gonna be taking the head apart. Go ahead and check your main shafts on a piece of glass. Your main shaft, the uh, feathering shaft, if it's a goblin secondary shaft, just check it out. Most likely be fine. But just while you have it apart, check those pieces with a piece of glass. Or just replace it. Or replace it. Whatever floats your boat. Okay. Uh, paying for helis. Just do it under the table and don't worry about it. Don't look, look at them and just, you know, hand them a pack of smokes and call it a day.
0: Uh, so, I, I guess the biggest thing to say here is... Um,
4: Not letting the wife find out. Say again? Not letting the wife find what you actually paid.
3: <laughs> pay extra That's for important. a cover-up.
0: Yeah, if there's a cover-up fee, pay it.
3: Yeah, pay, uh, um. pay for a cover-up and a uh, dozen roses uh, to be delivered next day.
0: Um, the biggest thing in here is if using PayPal, use normal PayPal. Um, you don't don't do as a friend unless it is a friend. Yep. Though um, I would
3: I, I wouldn't trust Monty. I I would have done good service.
0: Catcher <laughs> <laughs> <guys are> dicks.
3: <laughs> I, would, I would I would it was charged into the th- the was it three point five percent whatever it is.
0: You know, one of the reasons I actually so. I I used to do I wouldn't say a lot of eBay selling, but I've I've sold stuff on eBay. I still have an eBay account, um, many years, long time, long time seller, many years, great, great, great uh, rep- reputation. I can um, change that. <laughs> as a seller, um, my my balls are in a vice until like a month out, a month after it sold. Yes, my balls are in a vice, and I, I can't do nothing but breathe lightly and hope you're happy. Um, So when you use PayPal as a seller, PayPal won't think a minute to steal to take that cash away from me.
3: Yes. And they Uh, they will hold it against you. Even if you don't have the money in your account, it will put a negative balance until that money gets back in there. So as for a seller, yeah, yeah. You are, you are being kind of held reliable for a while. Uh, it's, it's, it's not yours. It's hanging from a
0: string for at least 30 days. Um, it's why a lot of times I actually prefer to sell in person. Um, let the person look it over, yes. spin the rotor head. Uh, if it's flyable, I, I mean, to be honest, every, every heli I've sold. It's flyable. No, most, uh, mo- okay. Most helis I've sold have just been airframe. I usually, I usually take my electronics to my next helis. Um let them let them twist that. Let them spin the head. Feel the bearings. Listen to the gear train. I, I like selling in person a lot of times, and they hand me cash, and we go about our day.
3: Yeah, because right there, what they're doing is they're 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 inspecting it to their liking. They're going to look at everything. Yep. They had the chance to look at everything.
0: Uh, yeah, they got a chance. They got a chance to look at, it and they got a chance to say, mm, "I pass. I'm out."
3: Yep. Where and then once they once they give you the money, there, then they're committed to to buying that. Now, of course, you know. Especially knowing Rob, you know they make was like, "Hey, I noticed this. Uh, I noticed this after I purchased it. Can you help me out here?" You know, sure, no problem. What What, what do you need help with? You know, but most, but most likely is the deal is done uh, after you know when you meet in person. They look at look over it. Where buying online, uh, and that's where that kind of thirty day thing kind of plays in. It's just a stretched out long day because now they're going to get the model then they're going to look at it at their own time and then they'll determine if they're happy about it or, or not and then eventually the money would be clear and you're good
0: to go yeah i i prefer a lot of time to sell in person it's usually oh, the best way
3: because uh, yeah for for the buyer they they have the time to look at everything and so they they're not like well you didn't mention that this side frame has three scratches on it. That means it must have been crashed. Yeah. So, yep. I agree with that. But yeah, don't don't use friends or family unless they are friends. Don't just use the
0: good service. If they're if they're if they're friendly enough with me, um I'll pay the PayPal fee.
3: Yeah. Yeah, those just getting about just about to get to that.
0: Yep, I'll pay the PayPal fee and uh, give them give them what they're asking for the heli. Um, I'll pay the PayPal fee and give them what they're asking for the heli, and uh, usually that makes them feel pretty good if if I'm friendly enough with them. But I'm not friend enough to be like, hey, here's here's my wallet, steal cash from it.
3: <laughs> yeah, so that's another thing. Usually, when people will list an aircraft for sale, they're usually going to be including shipping and the uh, the the cost of PayPal. That's when when I list something, else, I, I include it all. Because someone wants an overall price. I mean, you don't want to go to. I mean, it's bad enough when you go to the store and uh this thing is five ninety nine. But then when you go to the checkout, it's like, well, it's six eighty nine. What the heck? Uh, you got all this taxes. You got sales tax. You got state tax, and all this other crap added to it. Someone just wants to pay what's listed on there. Unless you unless you live in 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 um, Delaware and. uh uh, Oregon where you have no sales tax, then we'll screw you guys. Uh,
4: been bitten in the butt by that before because I've you know said this price shipped and then someone bought it in like you know Puerto Rico or Canada or something. And I don't realize uh, until after they PayPal and I'm like, oh what's your
3: address? And it comes through and it's like international. I'm like, oh lovely. I've had that before. Yeah. Uh, so I make sure they're right. No international shipping unless spoken of.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean this sale was one of the first I didn't actually write United States on. But, yeah, someone could have walked in and be like, I want it in Russia. but like, oh, I'm sorry, no. <laughs> I'm not selling.
4: Yeah, ever since then, I'll, I'll specify this price, and it says shipped. And I'll say if it's in the U.S. Or I'll say, you know, this price plus shipping. And then we'll just talk, talk about it whenever. I- uh,
0: one of the things I found with airframes is pretty much UPS ground, um, coast to coast. It's like twenty bucks, yeah ground it's not bad It's about the price and airframe costs. they're not all that heavy. You think about it seven hundred class airframes like probably about eight pounds shipped, including the box,
4: yeah, and then something I'll do too is if I do sell an air for familiarity like our absolute new pilot, do you want me to try and break it down the least amount possible, or are you really comfortable yes. with it, and I can really strip it for safety, you know, so it doesn't get damaged.
3: I've actually done that where I had a uh back before I really started getting into flying and and before I got a real job, I basically bought and sold RC stuff. And that's how I kind of made money, uh, to buy stuff. I had a blade 300 X that stripped down. It was a CFX, sorry. And I stripped it down and sold it as parts. Uh, but I, I broke down this blade 300 CFX and sold it out. And the guy literally bought all the parts. And I just was like, Hey, you want me to assemble it back and then throw it in the box and give you the box for it and stuff. He's like, yeah, that'd be great. So I went ahead and assembled the whole heli back together and shipped it on out to the guy.
0: Speaking of which, I'm going to have to tear down my E5 and You're gonna most have most of it, the that. E5 box, but then I'm going to have to go get a box for the boom. <laughs> I
3: may have a box for that. The triangular boxes, I think i might have a box for this, the boom stuff. Oh, if you
0: have a box that fits the 700 boom, that'd be awesome. I
3: might have the I might have a big enough box to fit the whole thing, but if not, I have the triangular box for the boom in tail. Yeah.
0: Well, I'll probably put the tail case in with the rest of it. You can do that too the interesting thing is gonna be getting the airframe and the canopy in the box. Fine. Chainsaw. Yeah. Wah. Um, what did you say you wanted to talk about on selling stuff? So basically uh, clean it up. Clean it up. Get good pictures. Lots of pictures.
4: Don't use packing peanuts. Why not? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, we're going to hear a story.
4: <laughs> no, it's just every time I buy something and they use packing peanuts, I'm like an proud owner of 50,000 of those damn things.
0: That's why they packed it. That's why they I saved them and send them to the next person. That's <laughs> right,
2: man. Pay it forward.
0: That's what I'm I just going
4: to ship it back to the guy, a box full of packing peanuts, and be like, thanks. <laughs> a little note in there. Hope it gets stuck in your vacuum cleaner. Oh! <laughs>
0: You're not unpacking it like an adult. You're unpacking it like a kid. Yay, new heli! That's
4: because we're all children. You rip the heli out. (laughs) Maximum force. Packing penis hit the roof, and you're like, oh, God. The dog eats them. It starts choking. It's a whole
3: ordeal. (laughs) I can just imagine Scott getting a heli in the the mail and just (laughs) rips off tape, just opens the box, jumps in the box, poof. Yeah, what do you think happened on
4: Sunday when the Oxy 2 arrived? He used packing peanuts. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
0: uh yeah, I I actually no, I, I I'm packing something up for possible shipping now and um yeah, I'm reusing the package stuff I got from A-Main, repacking stuff for Some of because uh, Amazon likes to pack with paper. So I got some of the paper stuff stuffing in the box. And I've been known to just start shredding my bills and mail, shoving it in there, hoping I can get my identity stolen by the person I'm selling to. So
2: selling helis, don't be a jerk.
0: Yeah. Who? All right, we're done. Cool. That's good enough. Have we Are we missing anything in buying and selling?
2: Bundling. Hmm,
0: that's a Bundling. good one. Do tell. So
2: so if you have a heli that, you know, isn't quite popular and isn't going to get a lot of money um, out of it, but you want to get a little bit more money out of it, you know, just bundle stuff in there like batteries or extra motors, extra stuff, a radio, radio. a receiver. Uh, you know, you make a make a ready-to-fly kid out of something that you might have, you know, laying around and you'll get more money out of it.
3: True. Yeah. Yeah. That, make, that makes sense. Especially, you know, it would be good for a person that's maybe getting into the hobby or something or something that they're looking for their their next heli, but they don't want to like, you know, they don't want to pay the price tag of like a Goblin or a Synergy or something like that.
2: Right. It's really nice with 700s, especially because if you catch somebody who's learning to fly or, you know, is transitioning (laughs) into a bigger heli, you throw a battery pack in there that, you know, yeah, it's probably got, you know, six months to a year left the way we fly. But the way somebody else, you know, that's learning may fly it, you know, they can make it last a year and a half, two years, just throw that in there. Throw receiver if if you've got one for the same radio that they've got. I mean, make it make it as bind and fly as possible, and you can get a whole lot more money out of it than you can just on the airframe, even even the airframe with electronics.
3: Yeah, that makes uh, that actually makes a that's a good idea right there. Yeah, it makes some perfect sense there.
2: It's also a good way to get rid of older servos. Maybe uh, uh low voltage servos. Throw a you know a BC in there with a uh you know that can drive the older servos and set it all up and make sure it works and great. you know there you go uh you'll be able to get a whole lot more money out of that than selling the servos on their own or selling the airframe on its own
0: uh yeah bundling that's actually a great thing that's
2: actually good yeah
0: um yeah i think i as i said earlier I, one of the airframes i sold like i might e 700 i sold it with uh you know a bunch of extra parts so it went up to about 250 i think 275 um I think the other thing to keep in mind when you set the price, uh, if people are paying cash, uh, remember that most of us carry twenties. So if you ask for two hundred sixty-five dollars, you're just being a dick. Two sixty, two eighty, pick a price, but <laughs>
3: don't don't break the half.
0: Yeah, I don't 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 break. You know, you're not gonna be like you can't. If you can't figure it out, you're not gonna figure it out. Two
3: hundred fifty-two dollars and forty-seven cents now. Shit. Um, and I want the, I want I want that penny cut in half. So two hundred forty-two. So you want and a half.
0: Oh, shut up! Shut up, or I'll send a link into so, your house d- with uh, that penny. Deface in your sleep.
3: Deface money, and then get arrested for it because you're cutting a penny in half.
0: No, I'm gonna send Abe Lincoln here with your house uh, in the night.
3: Then you're gonna chop down that cherry tree in my backyard.
0: That's President <laughs> Washington. Oh wait, that's you... right. Oh my God, Chucklehead! <laughs> Goddamn Virginia school system! I'm gonna go beat my kids. They're too stupid.
3: <laughs> I'm tired, dude. Uh, I should have been in bed like 30 minutes ago. So yeah, that's what your mom says. Shut um, up. Uh.
0: <laughs> okay anything else on this used and used hilly buying and selling
3: don't sell a heli that's already crashed unless you expect to get pennies
0: just just write down crash Heli for sale <laughs> there'll be someone who buy it and yeah the expectations set properly you know go buy it crash mm-hmm. heli for sale hundred bucks F- yeah
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> tell me you wouldn't buy a crash Kraken for a hundred dollars right now airframe all alone
3: depending on the crash. I would.
0: <laughs> you would buy it, yeah. yeah. If someone if someone told me that you're selling a crash cracker for a hundred bucks, f- I'm buying it.
4: You yep. wanna buy? You wanna buy a crash cracker for a hundred bucks? I know a guy. <laughs>
3: <laughs> now another thing is when, when when yeah like 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 I mentioned before is like when you're trying to sell stuff, try to to the best of the best of your the best you can, try to include your PayPal fees and your shipping included with the price. Obviously, if you're shipping yep. with the uh, in the U.S., if you do do international shipping, uh, mention that. You know, the shipping costs will will go up. You know, it will change uh, depending on the location if you do international. But if you are just strictly, you know, in state, you know, or local country, let me just say that if you're if you're shi- if you're ship you know shipping in your own country, in your own country only, mention that and try to at least keep the shipping and the uh, the, the PayPal fees included, because like like yeah. I said, no one wants to you know, look at a price tag and then pay like five other taxes and fees added onto it from the gas station. Everybody hates that.
0: Yeah. Okay, close out. Can't close this out. Wonderful. All right. Great.
3: Let me smash.
0: Nope. Right. Hey, check out the other great heli podcasts, Freefall, RC Heli Hooligans, which don't seem to be putting anything out right now. No, they're, Dude,
3: they're already at four. They're done for the year. they're on vacation Uh,
0: full pitch who hasn't put anything out this year
3: jimmy jones
0: and uh bkrc podcast which uh you know it was great to listen to bert and kyle talk about drama and how uh and how folks have just got tired of drama and left the hobby i uh i'd I'd have to agree that uh the drama can make it make this hobby no fun oh yeah um yeah Okay, check out the other wonderful podcasts Freefall RC, RC Hilly Hooligans, Full Pitch RC, and BKRC. For a few of them, they haven't put any stuff out lately. Uh, you all should. And if you don't, I'll find you a special set of skills. Please please, uh, please comment on iTunes or Podbean. Help others find the show. Uh, so if they're out there searching for Heli stuff, eh, comments, uh, those kind of things raises it to the top and helps people find uh, these shows. Uh, upcoming Heli events we are attending. Uh, Mid Atlantic Kelly Championships, June 28th and 29th.
3: I might, sc- I might say, screw it and go to HRT. I don't know. Still, still, still on top. I'm still on edge about that.
0: I will continue to take apart your E7 and take all the parts with me individually. No. Well, I got a second E7, so we're good. And I will murder that one with a blowtorch, acetylene. <laughs> all right, we'll use the logo then. Uh, yep, yeah, uh, puddle time. <laughs> Goblin puddle We're going to melt that plastic thing down to a goblin puddle Dump. It's going to be a neon green and carbon fiber puddle Just burning, just a toasty puddle uh, AMA Heli Nationals uh, July 20th and 23rd Yeah uh, The Urcha Jamboree July 24th through the 28th uh, Both of those Actually, uh, uh, AMA Heli Nationals And the Urcha Jamboree Their pre-registrations are open You can do those online Done. Uh, Dragonfly in Mid-Atlantic, uh, well, with the uh, demise of RC Flight Deck, uh, register on site. Um, for those who think about Mid-Atlantic Kelly Championships, I am working on the awards as as a little known fact. I actually have to give out awards for an uh, AMA sanctioned competition. So, and he goes with work hard, win first, get an award. Yes,
3: and he goes with really nice, 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 really detailed awards that he did last year. So yeah, they were really nice and pretty and party, party. You know that that, uh, and, and just like I had the speed cup at SpringFling, you don't have to have a special
0: model for this. Just go out there and have fun. Perfect time to learn. Um, yes, come to a small contest, enter, learn.
2: And don't be oh do like God. me and destroy your model at your first competition.
0: Oh. Jesus.
3: Don't make it fit. In, don't bring it home in a shoebox.
0: <laughs> yeah. Urshi Jamboree, July 24th, 28th.
3: You said July this uh, time. Good
0: job. Thank you. Fall heli Mowdown uh in Virginia, September 27th through the 29th. Heli Extravaganza in South Carolina, October 9th through the 13th. Um, If you have an event and you want us to attend it, uh, send it to us. If it's within 500 miles, I will look into being there if I do not conflict with other events. If it's outside of 500 miles, I will happily put it in our calendar, which we have sticky to the top of the Telerotor Facebook page. But I probably will not be attending or us attending and
3: more uh Um, more news on events it is now official that rch in seven is not going to happen this year uh justin has tried hard to find a new field and unfortunately it has not he hasn't been able to find one so instead of trying to put something together at a very short notice he's going to wait until next year to take the time to find a new field and get it really set up so he can make sure the next RCHN event will be, you know, perfectly planned out, which is unfortunate, but that is the best way to go. So just because if you see that, it doesn't mean that RCHN is 100% done. It's just he is not able to find a field in time. And he doesn't want to put on a half-ass show. He wants to make sure it's as best as possible. Uh, I've been talking to him personally about this. And he he wants to make it as best as possible. So he's go- he, he wants to wait another year so he can take the time to try to find something much better. So RCHN still lives strong, just not this year.
0: Uh, yes, as I, as I mentioned, uh, at the top of the Telerotor page is sticky is a link to our Google sheet, our Google drive, uh, for the 2019 heli calendar spreadsheet. Um, past that. Thank you all listeners for listening and see you at the field. And
3: let's say a big old thank you to, uh,
0: Angel, the dictator of RC heli hangout and Scott Graham, the, Let me smash uh, the, the. <laughs> the Doomsday bell ringer. <laughs> Doomsday bell ringer.
2: <laughs> Thanks for having us on. <laughs> With, uh, yeah, thank wait. you very much for having us on. It was an honor. With the B blades in hand.
4: You guys are too oh, much dude, fun. You dude, I have B blades. I gotta talk to you later about
3: that. I got a brand new set. Don't don't did smash you fly yet. Don't smash them. Let me smash them, but don't smash them.
0: <laughs> did you find yet? No, they're
3: still in the package.
0: What do you mean they're still in the package? Dude, you put that shit on. Drive it around. See if your car gets in the next. it <laughs> 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 I die the interview. <laughs> the car's insured the hell he's not True. just wrap it all in a car go drive it see if it happens I'm down all okay, right. here you
3: see you later guys let me smash thank you everyone for listening we hope you enjoyed this episode as we enjoy taking the time to make them If you have any questions regarding the show, such as future topics, events, or anything else, you can send us an email at telerotor at gmail.com or on Facebook, so telerotor. Thanks again, and we'll see you on the field.
0: Welcome to the bloopers for this episode. We recommend you listen to them in private as the audio is loud and the subject matter a bit sophomoric. Enjoy. I'm putting the earphones down.
3: Okay. Monty sucks.
0: Hey, Shaggy. What? Ah, you suck. Fucker. (laughs) Fucker. I work. (laughs) Jesus Christ! It pops up. Join the RC Discord server. (laughs) 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 Well, he's joined, but he needs to join the audio channel.
3: (laughs) I just got up. I just got a message from Daniel, uh, Orlando. He said, "Why is Robert getting out of the RC?" <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude! Oh, man!
0: Uh, hey, so the uh, this episode's uh, is about uh, buying and selling helicopters or buying and selling Shit. gear.
4: I'm not very good at that. I just pay with the ask.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, <you're terrible.
4: laughs> All right. See, so might as well do the intro.
3: And make sure everyone knows who these other assholes. So, here. so wait a minute, Monty. Sell that helicopter to him for 600 bones.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, probably. (laughs) Who's soldering? Who's welding in the background? That's Flappy Bird or whatever. Flappy Heli. Mm. And if you suck, you crash. I I just crashed.
3: (laughs) It's a game?
0: Well, I knew. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. Yeah, that was funny. Never mind. Uh, oh, wow.
3: just says, nah, he's just trying to fund his next cowbell purchase.
0: No, that's a good idea. Oh, look at that. I got myself some Flappy Bird video.
3: That just sounds wrong.
0: <laughs> no, what's going to sound wrong is when I have when I have 500 people ringing cowbells at f***ing Jamboree. Yes! Wait. At night.
2: Just make sure, yeah, super- make sure when you look for Flappy you don't misspell
0: it.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on!
0: <laughs> How should I spell it again? F-A-P-T-Y
2: F-L-A-P
0: Flappy Helly Oh, this is going to get good! Oh, yeah.
2: Yeah, now you can unmute yourself.
0: No, I don't want to. Okay. Yeah, it's he's, gone. He's busy playing he's busy playing Fappy Bird. Ah oh, no <laughs> one high score <laughs> <laughs> That's as bad when I tell my coworkers, like, what do you do? RC helicopters? Helicoptering? <laughs> like, I don't know what you're thinking about, but no
2: Hey, do you guys know if Al RC is releasing any new models anytime soon? Aren't they releasing <laughs> aren't they releasing like a rackin or something? A what? The Rackin?
0: I want to see that. I want to see that. Is this, is this the F3C model or something else?
2: It's the clone of the
3: Kraken, dude. <laughs> I'm going to put a you know an example out here. I'm not a fan of V-Bar because of the, of the experience oh, I had. Jesus. I uh, well, he, Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> just making an example. But Can we edit that out? No, because I will admit it's a good unit. I just didn't fit for me. I have flown V-Bar all foot perfectly set up. It flies great. I am not saying anything bad about it. It's a perfectly good unit. I just never had a good experience. So I don't prefer... I'm going to cut that out. Screw it. Operator error.
0: Uh, no, he had a unit that the gyro physically crapped out mm. on, crashed a heli, and another one he... he uh, I've had,
2: had I've had two in a row current. do the same exact thing, and so I was done with it after those two.
3: Hey, can I mention one thing? No. Can we please kick out Angel right now? Why? Look in the chat!
0: <laughs> oh, it's fun part is I'm not watching it. Uh, oh, the Mikado. <laughs> <laughs> no! Oh, yes!
4: I leave for two minutes, and this place goes to that. <laughs> I'm not even going to repeat what those
3: are. <laughs> And let's say a big old thank you to, uh, Andrew, oh, Andrew now. Good gosh, I can't get yeah, Rob, say his name. I can't say
0: it right. (laughs) Angel? No, uh, uh, Angel, have you heard anything from Knob on dates for Florida? Um, I I have
2: not, but I can check the website real quick. Hang on.
0: Oh, yeah, you can do that. uh, I'm being lazy. Thank you. (laughs) I'll I'll do it for
2: you. I'm, uh, you know, I don't mind being your assistant here.
0: Personal bitch. (laughs) Oh! oh. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Wow!
2: (laughs) Um... Yeah, I have to say it.